You're listening to Redemption Cast Season 2, Episode 10, Reunion. Angel attempts to stop Darla and Drusilla as they embark on a murderous rampage across the city. This is Kimberly. I'm Gabby. I'm Illyrio. And? <laughs> oh, I'm me. I'm Tim. <laughs> it's our favorite interloper, friend of the show, Tim Minear. Welcome, Yay. sir. <laughs> it's funny, just last week I, I was going to give the trial, like, everybody gave it like 10 out of 10, and I gave it like, I don't know, I was like going to give it like an 8. And then all of a sudden I saw you come online and I was like, oh, never mind. I'm going to change it to 10. (laughs) (laughs) You knew. (laughs) Awesome. So, yeah, we're uh, we're just kind of uh, free flow now. We don't actually go through the episode at all. We just kind of talk about it. So uh, uh, you uh, wrote this episode with Sean Ryan, right? Yes. Yeah. So... uh, very good. I think everybody here is probably flipping out. I mean, I haven't heard any reactions from the newbies about what they thought about this episode. What'd you guys what'd you guys think? I only watched it a couple hours ago and I love Drusilla so much. She's the best. My favorite character besides Angelus. I just think she is the bee's knees. <laughs> lover yeah um i thought everything in this episode um that had to do with uh darla and drusilla on their um adventures <laughs> <laughs> made me forgive everything that was want take have that i was displeased <laughs> yeah. with yeah, i yeah, thought yeah. this was so good and awesome and great and the Darla barefoot with the fighting of the Drew and the hugging of the Drew and the, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. And then the, the thing at the end. Oh yeah. That oh thing. my God. <laughs> that was like, yeah. Oh great. Angels here. He's going to save everyone, but he didn't. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he locked them in there with those two. I hope we're getting hints of Angelos coming back. I <sighs> really do. <laughs> okay, sorry. I hope they I think this was. I think this was known as the Beige Angel arc <laughs> among yes. amongst fandom. That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, was that final scene inspired by Shakespeare, perhaps? <laughs> Kill all the lawyers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, we want, we wanted to try and do something different as opposed to turning him back into Angelus. Um, but give him, you know, separate him from his, his core group and just shake things up a little bit. And, uh, I remember actually, we didn't like the, the line reading or the shot of him shutting the door. And I went back and reshot that actually of him saying, you know. Uh, but I just can't seem to care. And then shutting, shutting the door on them. <laughs> awesome. So, so basically, I mean, you wrote this with uh, Sean Ryan, and um, what what parts of this were you mainly responsible for? Um, the I think the Darla stuff, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff in the wine cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh. It was. Uh, it's hard to remember exactly which scenes I wrote, mm-hmm. but I think it, I think it was. Um, I mean, I remember more of the trial of what I wrote in that. I remember Doug wrote most of the actual trial stuff mm-hmm. of him going through the through the trials. As a matter of fact, we just uh, we just uh, a new writer started today on American Horror Story, and his name is Doug Petrie. Oh, nice! <laughs> yes, very excited about that. Um, so yeah, but it, uh, I yeah, I loved all this stuff. The, the, it was it was a very hot time at Angel that year. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this is probably one of my favorite seasons. I would say I, I probably can't say that, and I don't want to be spoilery with opinions. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so watching so along. Exciting. Watching along with you guys, I have a new appreciation for Juliet Landale. Like, I did not really appreciate her performances. Like, she seems to um, just add things that probably that I don't think were in the script. Like, she seems to be um, just really being intelligent, and she knows the character so well. She adds things on her own. Is that true? I would say in her performance that mm-hmm. I means she she definitely reads lines in a way that you don't expect. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? I was going to I was going to ask if she if she made Drusilla uh different than what you guys had envisioned Drusilla to be. Well, I mean by the right? time by the by the time we got to this stuff Drusilla was pretty well established. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you sit down to write that stuff, I mean, there's always some character on a Joss Whedon show that's kind of a mad, blithering, strange person. Mm-hmm. It, you know, whether it, whether it's River and Firefly doing her crazy, crazy ranty rants, or it's Drusilla in Buffy or Angel doing her crazy ranty rants. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I do remember writing that stuff. Like mm-hmm. the stuff about you know all alone in the dark and that no one will hear the little wormy singing and all that stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, I wrote that. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually read but, that this is like uh, Juliet Landau's like favorite uh, performance is Drusilla, and she still gets calls about this episode in particular. Oh, I love That's it. Funny. Now, if you'll notice in. Um, in the episode, this is not a spoiler because I'm only going backwards. Um, but Yay. if you recall, in episode seven, Darla, which I believe I I, I was around for, um, there's a scene in a flashback where Drusilla says to Darla, 
Um, she keeps calling her grandmother, mm-hmm. and then she <laughs> says, "Don't be cross. You could be my mummy." Uh, which I had her say that because I knew exactly where we were going. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I, I pointed that out to them last week. It was <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could be your mummy someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So. Um, so all of this, um, time for the last little bit, um, it really kind of distracted us from what Angel had become as a series and as a quote unquote, you know, formula for a while. And all of a sudden, uh, Cordy has the most inconvenient vision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why did they go to that guy that was going to kill himself? Why did they, how did they end up there? Well, I mean, the, the, uh, is that really a question you want me to answer? It's not a spoiler. I mean, okay. the, the 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 idea is that I mean, I think they even say it in in the episode. The mm-hmm. idea is that Angel is going down a dark path, and he's like obsessed with Darla. He's obsessed with Darla, and he's going to end up doing something that he may or may not end up regretting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it. You know, the the visions come when someone's in need of help, and obviously this guy was in need of help. But the other idea is that it's the powers trying to get him to focus on something other than Darla so that he doesn't go down a dark path. Mm, but by the mm-hmm. end of the episode, he has not only locked a bunch of human beings in, in, you know, in a wine cellar with uh, vampires, but he fires everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like they're saying we're the only thing standing between you and real darkness. And he's like, "You're exactly right. You're all fired." And he's <laughs> forgotten his calling that he is supposed to be looking for redemption. Yep. So, so he's kind of he's still fighting the fight. But mm-hmm. the 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 the, I, the subtle idea that we we're going for is you can be doing the right thing for maybe the wrong reasons, which by the way, I'm not sure philosophically I really care about that, but it's interesting on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you're doing the right thing, I kind of don't care what your reasons are mm-hmm. um, as long as you're doing the right thing. But at some point angels just trying to kill things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. This, this whole season has been kind of uh, just exploring uh, what's been going on with Angel since he learned about the prophecy. And, uh, you know, just he, he's got to help all these people in order to become, quote unquote, a real boy. Yeah. Um, so it, it's cool. I mean, even with this stuff with uh, Tish McGev earlier, you know, just exploring, like, who are you really? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it's great that, I mean, this seems to be fitting into this this project that Wolfram and Hart seem to be doing with, uh, with angel. Like he is the project they say. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So they just want to get him away from that. (laughs) I think it's funny when I think about you and Sean Ryan writing this episode, I think about the, you're you write uh, two women going shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Sean wrote that scene. I gotta be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. But what were y'all think? Were you thinking? Well, they're going to they're going for a night out, so of course they would go shopping and get prepared for this night out that they're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The idea is, look, you take the word spree, 
<laughs> and it could mean a couple things. Mm-hmm. It could mean killing spree, shopping spree. <laughs> well, why not have it be both? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool how, you know, we're looking at them putting on different clothes and all of a sudden the camera just kind of pans down and there's dead bodies and there's still this one survivor just like crawling along the floor. Yes. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I think at this point in season two, the reason it got so exciting for the writers anyway um, Mm -hmm. was because we had really sort of just completely abandoned the idea of doing these kind of cop show episodes. You know, these standalone client of the week things. Mm -hmm. And we just decided, you know, either you're in for a penny, in for a pound. And so when it started to turn into a very serialized thing, you have to remember this was, you know, whatever it was, 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. So this was before, and obviously it was before The Shield because Sean Ryan created The Shield. But The Shield and The Sopranos, I think, really, in a way, revolutionized or ushered in a new kind of television that was a little darker, a little more surprising, a little more, you know, oh my God, they didn't just do that Mm -hmm. um, storytelling. But we were kind of doing it on the WB even back then. And when the thing got really serialized is when it became, I think, more thrilling. Because, you you know, you wanted to see what happened next. Yeah. Yeah, and this episode, I'm just looking at the date here. uh, It aired on December 19th. Uh, 2000. So this was kind of a nice little Christmas gift. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! A very <laughs> special episode. And then the next episode didn't air for another month. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and that's all by design, right? Yeah, I mean, but- we because we knew what our air dates would be, and we always yeah. knew that around episode whatever it was nine or ten that we would be off for a few weeks and so you kind of want to go out with the biggest jaw-dropping moment you can go out with Hmm. Uh uh-huh well mission accomplished (laughs) (laughs) um i have this might be nitpicking Uh, i apologize in advance um was there a decision made to make darla's new vampire look more grotesque than the one we've seen before because she looked even more evil than she had in previous vamp outs. Was that conscious or did it? You know what? It, it was me? a long time ago, but yeah. I do seem to recall uh, Josh saying that he really wanted something scary. Because mm-hmm. that was one of the things I noticed, especially with the teeth. Like she. Yeah. I, you know, I've been going on and on about how Julie Benz is gorgeous and this and that and beautiful yeah. and this and that. when she vamped out as Darla this time, I found nothing appealing. <laughs> yeah, at all, I, and it was weird. It was it was it was definitely something I I that surprised me. Um, yeah, I think that could have been the case. I do remember there's one of there was a there's a moment in that scene that Joss and David so loved that David actually had the page of the script framed for me because he thought it was one of the best things I'd written. <laughs> nice. And it was, it's, it's the moment where she walks up to Lindsay and says, you know, I smell fear except from you. Um, could it be that you don't care? You know, you might die here today. Don't you care? And he says, oh, I care. I just don't mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still not sure what I meant by that. Yeah. <laughs> ex- ex- except that he's... If that's what she feels like she needs to do, he's okay with it because 
he's kind of in love with her. Yeah, he's so yeah. enamored by her. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, and that that whole relationship kind of intrigues me. You know, it's been going on kind of in the background here um, after Darla has been resurrected, and he's just taking care of her and looking out for her and trying to help her. And then all of a sudden, you know, she gets what she needs, becomes a vampire, and now she's in the position of power, you know, yep. and <laughs> totally just like, you know, brings brings her, uh, goes up to his neck, and he's just loving it, and then he just mm-hmm. gets thrown across the room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Poor bastard. I know. <laughs> there was a mo- There's also a moment in this episode, which will be corrected later, this is not actually a spoiler because i won't tell you what i mean by that but there's a moment where um when angel um smashes through the window and confronts uh holland manners Mm -hmm. i was so angry because i wanted there to be like a gale of wind rushing around and blowing papers everywhere because it's supposed (laughs) to be a skyscraper he like comes through the window there's like no wind at all (laughs) very annoying it could have been more epic and wonderful Mm-hmm. Although he's great, isn't he, Holland? <laughs> oh my yeah. god! You know, and and it's funny because these guys are used to you know him on Lost, and he's just this kind of wasn't know, he also the principal on Head of the Class? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. I you're right. I see him as a teacher or principal in some show that I watched. Way oh, too that much could of. be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that could be. Mm-hmm. I digress. He's just but we del- deliciously like, killed him, and now we he's dead. <laughs> And so is his wife. Oh, his, his stupid trophy wife. He's so sweet. Tasted so, of clover and honey. And you established in this episode that uh, you established in this episode that help us is actually an invite. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, isn't it though? I guess so. Yeah. You're lying on the ground, you reach up towards somebody and say, help us. You're not saying stay out. Exactly. <laughs> Very true. Unless Imagine. the deed was only in her name and those were her dying words. <laughs> exactly. Justified. You got it. We can just imagine like Angel going, uh, 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 more specific, uh, you want me to come in? You want me to come in? <laughs> hey, at least I made an attempt to cover it. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the invite also works out pretty well with, with Lindsay when Angel goes, you know, kicking in his door and he's got the whole place already moved out. So Yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that until I, I, I should have expected that, of course. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I do like him kicking in the door and Lindsay going, wipe your feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but this time he actually has to talk to a uh, a strange landlord character that had to have I think a, she was just a nosy neighbor, Robin. Uh, an awkward conversation with Drew off camera. <laughs> that was not my favorite. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that's a very fine actress, mm-hmm. but she's not my favorite casting choice for that particular role. I was I was envisioning Sylvia Miles. From um, from Wall Street. I don't know if you remember her showing um, Charlie Sheen his apartment in Wall Street, but she's just like Gabby and very sort of Upper West Side. And um, and but instead, I get like a twenty year old. I, I don't know. Right. Hmm. <laughs> so um, there was also the. Uh, I mean, 
what went into the design of uh, Cordy's mannequin in the back of uh, Angel's yes. car? Please, 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 please. There's, that's not a mannequin. That's that's not a real person. It's not a person. Oh my god! Wait, she's been a it's... mannequin the whole time. No. And just like it's in the mannequin? movie, mannequin, it looks like it. See, I mean, I'm, I... so, I'm so busy looking at the. Um... The uh, the tire tread marks on the street where you can see we've done this the car stunt like five times already before we use the shot that we use. I've never noticed it's a mannequin. I'll have to look at that next time I see it. Oh, it's a total mannequin. Yeah, it's awesome. By the way, Principal Dewitt on Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Thank oh. you. Oh. oh. Um. Let's see what else. There's a. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Darla's Awakening. It, did did you want to go for sort of an Elsa Lanchester thing? <laughs> oh, she, she certainly was doing Elsa Lanchester. Yeah, um, <laughs> kind of. I mean, I wanted to do like, none of that stuff really lived up to my expectations in some ways. Um, I mean, it kind of works, I guess. But uh, yeah, I really wanted it to feel like you know something epic and feral and. And great. And, you know, Julie was very game by being buried in dirt and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that it could have felt a little less bright and shiny and a little more uh, real. Mm. But that's just me. It always annoys me a little bit when I watch it. (laughs) Hell of a fight. (laughs) It's okay. It's not not the greatest. Really? I really enjoyed it. Um, That's good. (laughs) Like I don't think we've ever seen Drew, especially in such like a knockdown, dragout fight. You know. Yeah, that's true. And uh, isn't there a moment where either Angel or Darla or somebody gets thrown up against the ceiling? It's kind of awesome. That was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Again, I was like, why don't those... they fly more? <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Super jumps. I think I did it in Somnambulist a couple times with uh, with uh, Jeremy Renner. Mm. Mm-hmm. His his big fight with with Angel yeah. back in season one, yeah. <laughs> and so they, I, I I have to say they show up um, at the tasting, and the it's tasting. really the tasting. <laughs> at the tasting, yes. mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all quite weird because. Holland is clearly trying to he's doing, I think, three things at once. He's pooping his pants. <laughs> at the same time, he's trying to uh talk his way out of this predicament with Darla. And uh-huh. he's also trying to, I think, make sure that everyone who works under him is very clear on what they will be having to do if they ever leave this place alive, which is work very, very hard <laughs> to Oh, it was fantastic. And uh, Drew was in with the double speak quote and the whole thing. Oh, great. Oh, man. That was fantastic. Grandma won't eat the double speak. I kept kept expecting. (laughs) And also, she she almost starts masturbating in the middle of this scene. Oh, yes. I was going to say. So crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was awesome. She was saying something about. People being about, yeah, she was, she was, she was, uh, empathically recalling people being huddled in fear. <laughs> At least that's what they thought. But Darla was actually saying, no, no, no. She's talking about right now. Yeah. Which was great. But, yes, they built this as a bomb shelter yeah. during, during the cold war. No, Hilarious. no, she means now. 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, and there is this one part where it's how can I put this? I'm, I'm trying to. My thoughts are going too quickly. Holland is yeah. Here, here it is. I was while watching this convinced, as we're kind of you know made accustomed to expect this, convinced that at one point or another something was going to happen that would allow them to escape, that uh-huh. would foil Darla or Drew, that would you know maybe they were just trying to instill fear, but really they think they might be able to exploit these people or something. But and every time my expectation of this they're going to escape was met with no it looks like they're not i kept being really afraid that i was going to get let down right because i'm really hoping these uh, i'm really hoping these two vampires kill everyone there Uh uh-huh but you have Lindsay, you have lila you have holland you have these randos which i'm sure are important Uh and It's, I'm keep watching it. I keep watching it. I'm like, is this the moment? No, it's not. What? What? And because I, your expectation yeah. of regular network television, exactly, is, they're going to wimp out. Exactly. They're yeah. Not gonna follow through. They're not going to go for it. And then Angel comes in like, okay, here's the moment. Here's the moment. And then he locks them in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, uh, well, did you want to, uh, echo, uh, the whole take them all? From uh, are you now or have you ever been in that? Um, at th- that was that was conscious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it was it was more more of a happy coincidence than a plan. But mm-hmm. I was well aware that that was happening. Mm-hmm. That you know that Angel had kind of reverted to form. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, we, we weren't we weren't cheating with the character. No. He sometimes he sometimes gets pouty and petulant and is like <laughs> kill everybody in the room I'm leaving. <laughs> but that that that's what made that scene so great to write cuz you know you, I didn't have to do one of those bullshit moves that you normally have to do on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, "Oh, and how will they get saved?" Cuz I knew that I I wasn't going to have to worry about that kind of crap. <laughs> And it's true. I mean, you you really are writing it with the expectation that the audience will have, that this will go the way it normally goes. So when then he shuts the door, I mean, I remember when that thing first aired, people couldn't believe it. (laughs) Did the hero just lock them in? (laughs) And then he goes home and like tells everyone to leave. (laughs) So good. Yep. Love it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, you guys want to say anything? I'm I'm ra- I'm running at the mouth over here. No, okay. <laughs> Good. Well, the other one was uh, the other thing I wanted to ask about was the uh, the angry trucker guy. The well, he wasn't exactly a trucker, but he was in a truck, and uh-huh. the, the fact that these two girls are all over each other on the side <laughs> of the road. And he's, uh-huh. did, were you kind of, uh, 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 kind of poking fun at that whole, like a, ho- like a homophobia kind of thing. There's a little bit of that in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think mm-hmm. he, he says, take your girlfriend and take your party someplace else. Yeah. <laughs> right. But what's so great about that is how Darla is so, um, angry and, uh, until she drinks. Until she drinks yeah. him, and then she's her old self. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I was, I, I was definitely playing that there was some residual Darla from the trial in there. Like that's sort of a confused, like the, the, whatever human echoes were left were just furious that this had happened. Mm, okay. That and she's then, not like, completely a vampire until she takes her first drink. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and you know, spending all this time with uh, and 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 feeling so terrible for Darla, um, you know, as a viewer, I- I'm kind of looking at Darla and going, "Is is she still in there? Like, is is mm-hmm. is this uh, capacity for redemption? Like, or tr- is she going to kind of ignore this and still?" you know, be a good girl or whatever, you know, and I I, I believe you've been disabused of that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the rest of the episode, I mean, it's hard to try to um, catch that glimpse of her because she's in vamp face for the rest of the episode, pretty much. So it's almost like, Oh man, it's really kind of driving it home that she's gone. Or at least what could have been saved Mm. is gone. Yeah. I mean the fact that the the, it, the truth is her scene with Angel at the end of the trial, mm-hmm. where she's saying I'm I'm ready to die, mm-hmm. she's dead. <laughs> I mean that woman is dead. <laughs> oh wow! Here's here's another thing. These guys stepping back here. These guys were kind of flipping out last week about um, whether or not. I mean we had some good debates about. Whether or not Angel loves Darla, C- can you can you talk about that at all? Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he loves her. I, 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 I mm-hmm. my approach. Look, I, I I didn't write on Buffy, and I came in on, on Angel, and so, um, I had to find a way to make it as important as Buffy, at least as a writer. And so my whole take, I mean, a lot of that Tish McGev stuff in, in, um, guys will be guys was me. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was, you know, me saying, no, no, y- y'all have it all wrong. This isn't about him trying to get over Buffy. Buffy was the rebound girl, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the original little blonde that screwed up angel was Darla. And so there's kind of a Gertrude Hamlet thing going on here a little bit. Right. It's like she's his lover and his mother. <laughs> so it, it, it couldn't be more edible in that sense. Yeah. yeah, this whole vampire lineage is so incestuous and, yeah. you know, uh, twisted. <laughs> I'm 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 glad Gunn was all confused and weirded out because we talked about that last week. At least I remember bringing it up. Yes, exactly. So does does Angel love Darla? I think that you know. Um, does George love Martha in uh, in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Hmm. I mean, they are just a screwed up old drunk couple. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They just they just used to go on benders together. I mean, that's who they are. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I just kind of gauged from. I mean, I was on the side of it's not love. He would. He's a hero. He would do this for anybody. But I mean, most. I mean, it seems so much more important to him because of this history that they have together. Of course. So, uh, I mean, she. He didn't even get to know her until he'd lost his soul. So I can't see how like it's been this love for ages and ages. You know. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think you can call it. Uh, 
that kind of love story. It's more yeah. like um, she is the – in a weird way, if he can redeem her, he's kind of going back to uh, the wellspring of his whole issue. And so that would be – if you can fix her, then you know, in a weird way, he's kind of fixed himself mm-hmm. is the way I always looked at mm-hmm. it. Cool. Very. <laughs> well, she's, she's Julie Benz and she's wicked hot and blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, we're all falling in love with her, and I'm sure I we just are. feel like he's got, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got you know huge connection to her. Feels feels quite a bit. I mean, he's the one with the soul now, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do think you know that they, that you. It's not so much the 400 years or however many years they had together. It's more. The time that she came back, I mean, he has known her as a human now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 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 in a way, she's the only person on the planet that can relate to him mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she knows what it's mm-hmm. like to have been de-insold and then re-insold, and like, it's it's just a, it's a kind of connection he can never have with the other people that he's close to. Right. I, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous that we're even having this conversation, but. <laughs> it's fine when I think about it I'm being all serious about it or it's a show about vampires that was on the WB <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but it's good to know that the writers are thinking you know beyond just the shallow dialogue back and forth you know we want to know that the writers Completely understand the characters and completely understand their motivation. Because, like I've said before, Buffy and Angel are the only shows that when I discuss it, that I say, these characters are feeling this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Buffy feels like this. Angel feels like this. I've, I don't say that about anybody, any other show I've ever hmm. discussed. Oh, I do. But, I mean, you have to, you have to, you have to kind of approach it that way you can't write the scenes i mean you're literally sitting there going i don't know what the scene is about i don't know i don't know i don't know what to do mm-hmm. so you you really have to do that but i mean i definitely feel that way about like breaking bad or something like that you know what i mean yeah yeah i can't watch that show it makes me too nervous oh, it's- oh yeah. <laughs> the, the tension on that show i think i'm in like early season two and this it's yeah. every episode yeah. edge of your seat yeah 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 it really is it's so good i love it oh i'll probably watch that in a few years <laughs> I, I think over. i'm gonna do all my tv watching that way now not just angel and Buffy. <laughs> yeah years later yeah no but i think that talking about it as though it's serious kind of helps us legitimize the time we're spending on it so feel free <laughs> feel free to Lots talk seriously and wax it. poetic about this <laughs> fantastic <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's worse things. Yeah, we could be talking about head of the class. Do you know yes, what I mean? We could. <laughs> or even bringing it up erroneously. It could be. be worse. I just did this um, thing with Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk about American Horror Story, and um, it was for the Sundance Channel. And they're like, "What do you think the great, the greatest television shows ever are?" And they're like, "Breaking Bad, Sopranos." And I'm like, two and a, or uh, my two dads." That was an awesome <laughs> show. Of course, I'm referring to the second season. Yes. Of my two yes. Mr. Belvedere the was cutting edge. Universally though. acclaimed season. 
Yeah, we have we have friends that actually are doing uh, Belvedere and Saved by the Bell the college years. So nice. <laughs> I did love Belvedere. I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can cut that part out, right? <laughs> Will do. No worries. Nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> I just wish that seal air was was there in more than just one episode. Oh well. So let's talk about American Horror Story. So y'all yes. are y'all began writing this season. Yeah, we're writing this three. Oh wow. Yes. I'm so excited for it. It's not even funny how excited I am for it. Good. Oh, my God. Now, let me tell you about season two. I had problems with it starting out because it just seemed to be gory and just just for gore's sake. You know what I mean? It just seemed to be shocking for sh- just to be shocking. And I guess uh-huh. the characters had to to develop and grow on me to for me to not feel like you know, kind of like, are you watching the following? No. Like, there's no character, there's no, there's no character depth or subtext or anything. It's just gore and uh-huh. shocking, shocking deaths, just mm-hmm. for d- shock's sake. But American Horror Story, it, I think it was, maybe it was the coat hanger in the, you know, just starting out. It was just too much for me. But it finally did get to where it, the characters um, were developed enough that I could enjoy it. Well, that's but, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, that it, it is a show where we, we dance right up to the edge and sometimes we go over it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it, we, you know, it, it, again, it's still like, you know, who are these characters? What are they feeling? What's the, what's the internal logic of this stuff? And sometimes, uh, it's, I mean, it's cuckoo pants. It's crazy. And you have a great cast. Your uh, the, the actors are great. Yep. So what is the setting of this season? Um, this season <laughs> is, has it been announced? I think it has. I can't remember. Cause I don't want to, well, don't, okay. don't, don't, don't reveal it. You can tell us. <laughs> you tell I don't know if you want your exclusive on the uh, Angel intro cast. I think Stephanie is yeah, using I'm not, her sure, I'm not sure actually what's been announced, so I'm a little loath to yeah. go okay. into it. But I'll, but I'll, you'll be the first people I'll tell. <laughs> I'm calling Tropical Island. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> so when does it premiere? Uh, in the fall. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because it's near Halloween. Yeah, we'll have a Halloween episode, so probably September, I would think, yeah. Okay. Gosh. Yeah, nice. I have to say, the way Illyrio feels about Breaking Bad, I feel about American Horror Story. I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> sit down and go through it. <laughs> It's not that that bad. It's not that scary. It's not scary at all. It's not scary. It's harrowing. It's it's um, and I'm not just saying it because you're on Tim. It's amazing. I it's one (laughs) of those. I really am. I mean, it's right. Like Breaking Bad is my favorite show that is on television, and I look for. I get excited. I do the countdown. I every week. (laughs) It's it's one of the shows that I actually. I don't DVR. I will watch it in real time. And same thing with American Horror Story. I look forward to fall coming and the next season and the 
next story. And I had forgotten how amazing Jessica Lang was until I started watching it. She blows my mind weekly. Um, you're going to love her this year. Oh. And then she's going to have a lot of great scenes with Kathy Bates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <sighs> I felt so bad for poor Adam Levine last year. Yeah, well, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I have to I have to run. I have to jump off your podcast. Oh, no worries. Okay. Thanks so much. Have, Thanks for coming on. This was awesome. Yes, we'll do it again and often. Great. Is there is another episode in the future that you're thinking Reprise. you want to? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robin, you know Although what to I do. Just, I just did that on Sofa Dog, so maybe that's not so good. But mm-hmm. um, but yes, that's one of my favorite ones. Maybe while it's or, fresh or when mind. or when you get to the last three uh, through the Looking Glass, I directed that one and wrote that one. That would be fun too. You'll that probably hate it, but. No opinion spoilers, please. Well, I've already seen it. I love it. Okay, great. I'll be there. (laughs) Thank you, Tim. All right. Okay, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye, Tim. Thank you. I'm waving. You can't see, but I'm waving. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Well, that was really nice of him to come on the show. Very nice. And yeah, I'm not sure if I said this at the top of the show, but I mean, it was like 10 minutes before we started recording and I messaged him and he was like, sure. Nice. So I just love definitely. Stephanie. He's like, I have a problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie was trying to use her accent to get him to divulge the setting of the next season. It was great. I think it was. I, it, it was. I it think was. it was released, but I just can't remember. I don't know. Okay, I S of Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a little bit of feedback, and then uh, I got I gotta go research my course I'm giving tomorrow. So you know, then oh, I was going to ask you guys one more question. Yeah, okay. it's really I'm sure it's going to get a quick answer. <laughs> Is uh, what do you think about Kate as uh, Commissioner Gordon here? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. That's what that's my response. It was the only thing I didn't like about the episode. I know, every time she shows up, I'm like, oh my god, she's still here. I couldn't believe she was still there. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I actually say, she... Ugh, god, I hate to say this. I'm so cruel. How shitty an actress are you that you're tapping on the driver's shoulder and flicking your fingers seems poorly acted to me. <laughs> That's I hate like everything a- about her delivery. <laughs> Major <laughs> like was <laughs> I agree. She's okay. just not well cast. She's Agreed. Just Ill cast. She just does not fit. You know who's really well cast? Who? Redemption cast. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cheesy. Wow. Uh, I think we uh, have a new promo. <laughs> <laughs> that was- <laughs> <laughs> that's our tagline. That's an awesome idea. Oh, here's a voice. Here's here's a, a a voice memo thingy from Beth. I wonder if someone would be correct about a theory. What's that? Sorry, it said we're trying to give y'all fake spoilers. <laughs> what? You tell Ed to be quiet. We're working. Edwardo. 
Eduardo. Eduardo Smith. <laughs> Do you call him Eduardo? No, I call him Edward. Uh, ooh. ooh, that sounds like if he's in trouble. W O R D. That's his. That's his childhood name, Edward. Like his mother and myself are the only people that call him Edward because he keeps trying to get us to call him Ed. Like his grown-up friends call. Him. <laughs> like well, are, are you? Are you officially on his team? <laughs> team yeah, Edward. I guess I am. After eight. <laughs> After two years, I guess I am on his team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I may have left way too hard because I just watched the first three yesterday. Oh, my gosh. You were drinking wine and, and my friend Danielle and I mainlined the first three movies and mocked them. Wow. <laughs> or at least you were mocking them. Might have been made, made I, I choose not to watch them, but rather I listen to the Destroy All Movies episodes about them. Fantastic. <laughs> Here's what Beth has for us. Hey, Gax, this is Beth. I just finished rewatching the episode Reunion, and I've forgotten how awesome it was. And on top of that, I'm here to bring you another Theory Watch clip. So enjoy. Are we going to see Darla and Drusilla back or ever together? Well, Drusilla has never been dusted. No, no, but I mean, like, are we ever going to see her on I really hope Drusilla comes Darla. back. I want to see them have a bitch off. I think it would be <laughs> oh, <man>. some <laughs> sexy times. <laughs> yeah. N- wow. Now I sound like I'm into vampire oh, incest. Loving it. Bitch off. Shh, Rachel, it's not your turn to talk yet. Quiet. Sorry. Oh, that was Rachel. <laughs> yeah, that was Rachel. I, 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 I made a boo-boo. Yeah, so this whole sexy times thing, I would like to recant because they're like doubly related now and it was just <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Rachel sent us some feedback. Rachel, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Starred. This is Rachel. My first there audio Rachel. feedback for you. I'm very excited. Uh, I should preface this by acknowledging that there's been some discussion in the group about uh, telling you that you know so and so is my favorite character or. That this is my favorite season is spoilery. And so because I respect their opinions and because I certainly do not want to spoil or influence you in any way, I will not say that this is my favorite season, nor will I say that this <laughs> is my favorite arc. However, I will say that everything from at least to Shanshu and Ale has been leading up to this point. And it does not <laughs> That's not spoilery. It's clearly ended on a couple of cliffhangers. But this is why I love Angel the series. And don't get me wrong, I love Buffy also. But Angel, in my opinion, consistently embraces the grayness of morality and explores the dark and despairing crevices of humanity. <laughs> and I just love that. I know that Kim, in particular, has been dying to see Angelus again. But yeah. honestly, I prefer this version of Angel. Um, it's almost it's like a caring. melding mm-hmm. of his two personas. Much like what that fake Swami said. You know, he's not totally evil. Not totally broody and sad and mopey and good. Um, just a really very interesting, intriguing character. 
And when I first watched this, I remember clamping my hand over my open mouth when Angel parroted Holland's words back to him and then shut those doors and just walked away. I thought then and there that the episode was over. But then he deliberately severed his only ties to humanity by firing his friends. And I just knew this is the show for me. So I hope that you're enjoying Angel now as much as I am. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Bye. Bye, Rachel. Thank you. Thanks, Rachel. You have a lovely voice. Very lovely, soothing voice. (laughs) Your voice and my voice should get together sometime. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's talk about some Facebook feedback. Hey, Facebook. can I, can I read uh, this email from Diana Gordon? Yes, was, you may. Okay, Diana Gordon. Can you still read at this point? Yes. <laughs> oh. I've started to sober up now. Reunion and Into the Woods. Stephen Robin, I'm going to, this is from Diana Gordon. I'm going to send you just one email, so please be sure to read the right one for each episode, Reunion, a.k.a. when Angel became interesting. I watched the entire Buffy series several times, including some seasons I really didn't like before forcing myself to watch Angel. At some point, I realized the crossovers are important, so I went back uh, to, uh, some crossovers are important to the backstory in Buffy. This was the episode that hooked me on the show. I listened to all of your excitement about the trial thinking, really? First, <laughs> why, was the, yeah, why was an angel fumbling for a stake in his office? Almost like he usually doesn't have one in his office and had to find where he hid it. Like the way some people hide bottles of scotch. Do you <laughs> think the lovely real estate agent was a Wolferman Hart plant? Didn't seem to mind that a big guy just banging the door open and then started interrogating her. Conveniently dropping information about the English cousin getting ready for the baby. (laughs) Baby. It's a habit. Either Wolferman Hart wanted Angel to find out or it's sawed big time. Yeah, I think it was just a convenient uh, script. You know, plot. Well, you heard Tim didn't like her. (laughs) Yeah. She wasn't what he had planned. (laughs) I know they're getting good at research, but finding the address of the nursery seemed too easy. And that lame vision with the guy worshipping a lame demon took me out of the episode just a bit too long. Yes, a convenient way to get of, cue the song, Babe Cordelia. But still too jarring. Kate, okay, she did the right thing, but I'm having another sod moment that she was the one who conveniently arrived when Lindsay escorted the angel into the police car. The good. I I would never have imagined the show to make angel into someone something other than angelus. Brilliant. I won't steal quotes, but Drew's description of him when they met in the wine cellar was spot on. (laughs) Sport zone. The, <laughs> <laughs> the perfect replay of Holland's conversation with Angel. First time it's Holland who just can't seem to care. Second time Angel's delivery is so much more chilling. Angel notes that Holland barely qualifies as human and 
Harlan is terrified when he realizes that Angel really isn't going to save them. The scene in the cellar bomb shelter when Drew, Drew <clears throat> and Darla arrive and then Angel shows up is completely brilliant. Drew crazy, scary, and really sick. Please someone quote her line about what she wants Daddy to do. I also loved her. <laughs> I also loved her ringing dance. She's so fluid and gorgeous. Yeah, she is so elegant and mm. graceful. Uh, graceful. Um, excellent midriff. Uh-huh. She, <laughs> yeah, she spins uh, her uh, belly ring was kind of hot. She for, had a belly ring? Yeah, for 1980s. I mean, for 1990s, you know, late 90s. She's so fluid and gorgeous, and Darla slips right in and grabs the cell phone. That scene in the shop reminds me of Harmony going shopping in the family episode when everything was on sale. Okay, I can't remember that. Then telling Spike she killed the salesperson. Can you imagine what Buffy would think if she heard about Angel's actions? Oh, wait, she's busy. She's too busy being distracted by other things. Thanks for hanging in. Riley! Riley. <laughs> hey, I, I literally cried for 15 minutes. Stop. I can't wait to hear you guys talk about that. I'm sure I already have, actually, if I'm listening to this. Hey, Robin. <laughs> 90s Robin. <laughs> uh, she says, thanks for hanging in. I know doing this podcast takes a lot of time, at least for some people. I can't speak for others. I'm always thrilled when a new episode goes up. Thank you, Diana. All right. Thanks, Diana. Thank, Thank you. you. So we have some Facebook feedback, and then there's a little bit of audio from Heidi, and then I think it's rate and quote and goodbye time. So Facebook feedback. Facebook. I will read one. Facebook. The book face says... <laughs> Dylan says, great follow-up episode and quite the ending as well. Let the speculation begin. (laughs) A couple of points, though. How did Angel manage to break through Lindsay's office window? You'd figure security would have noticed a large man climbing through the side of the building or something, assuming that's what he did. Also, Sewer entrance onto the roof. (laughs) Margok is a Fear Factory fan. I like him already. Not so keen on his hairy spine hump, though. <laughs> I was wondering who the hell Morgok was. Uh, let's see. Alicia says, and so it begins. Epic! <laughs> Kate Stryker thinks it's the best episode of the season's hands down. She knows Angel crossed the line of the wine party, but between... Their smug, I want to ruin your life and don't care speech, then demand he save them because this is what you do. Who wouldn't want to be like, fuck off? (laughs) (laughs) This is what you do. Who wouldn't want to be like, fuck off? What does that care they do to you? They used and emotionally tortured both Angel and Darla, so I can't help but root Angel on as he locked that door every time I watch it. Yeah, 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 darkness, that will come next, etc. But really, isn't this the episode just freaking epic? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Someone else read. My eyes are tired. I apologize. Uh, oh, well, Corey says, I've never thought about Angel climbing up the building before from the momentum 
he comes through the window with, I always assumed he jumped from another rooftop. Well, really, it looks more like he swung in with Indiana Jones's whip or something. Um, <laughs> Matthew says, uh, one of the best final sequences of any Angel episode, the massacre is on. And Angel just can't seem to care. Quote Stealer. Um, then the follow-up, what the fuck, Angel, you heartless bastard. <laughs> or Holland, you were a treat while you were with us. Now, who will head up the special project known as Angel for Wolfman Heart? Um, Susan says, I remember watching it for the first time and saying, no, they aren't going there. And they did. Awesome. Carrie says, I'd be on board with a Darla Drusilla spinoff after this episode. I want to see that people seller. Patrick says, I think this episode, more than any other, kind of defines how Angel the series is so much better. No, he says different um, from uh, (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) It's also the episode that got me to make sure to tune in, at least for the rest of the season. I'd only been watching sporadically before all this Darla and Drusilla and Lawyer Buffet stuff started happening. And by the end of this one, I was hooked. And then Buffy Jump Network's. And for some reason, I completely forgot about Angel into the series finale years later. Not sure why this happened. Um, Simone says, what do you call a room full of lawyers? A massacre. Bam. LOL. <laughs> I love Jusilla and Darla together. And how can I forget that moment between Lindsay and Drew? You know the one. The one where she informs him that Darla is dead. Because he's clearly dumb. Ha ha. Quote Sailor. My f- my favorite, and I hope nobody was going to quote this, was Lila. <laughs> that, dude, that's, I have that too. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say it then. Uh, Bob says, remember this episode, anytime someone tries to make an argument that having a soul equals good and not having a soul equals evil. Glad you have to put up, glad you have put up with Angel long enough to see it get really good. Um, Ina says, wow, just wow. This was epic, dark, and wonderful. Now, why couldn't Kate be in that wine cellar, too? Drew and... (laughs) What? Nothing. (laughs) Drew Drew and Darla are quite the pair. First, a bite to eat, a little shopping, a makeover, and a Wolfram and Hart all-you-can-eat buffet. (laughs) And Angel shutting those doors. I just died a little. It's pronounced Buffett, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Rich says, yes, good. Fuck Wolfram and Hart. I don't care if they're human. They're evil. They kill humans all the time. Rachel says, all I have to say is shit. This is one of my favorite moments of the middle part of the season of the series. Oh, that's specific. Uh, And I say that as an ambivalent angel viewer. Uh, and Ray says, Angel is really nailing the whole shock ending thing right now, as if Angel's actions locking the Wolfman Heart lawyers in the wine cellar with Dollar and Drew were shocking enough, but when he fired the rest of Angel Investigations, my jaw was on the floor. It also feels like a real turning point in the series, where Angel and Angel Investigations will never be the same again. Not a spoiler, but the feeling I had when the credits rolled the first time I watched. Mm-hmm. Thanks for reading all those, Robin. <laughs> no problem. All right, here's the last bit of audio feedback, and then we're... Hello, Skarg. Uh, this is Heidi, and this voicemail is for Reunion. One of my favorite things ever in Angel are Darla and Drew shopping. That's just, <laughs> oh, it's so great. And, uh, of course, they had to keep one of the one of the workers alive in case they needed something in a different size. Uh, <laughs> do we have to have Kate... 
because she kind of brings this down. Um, I also don't understand why Cordy and Wes are so against Angel catching Drew and Darla. I mean, I understand that he's, like, obsessing and stuff, but isn't it kind of important to, you know, like, get them off the streets? Um, And it's massacre time. Lots Mm -hmm. and lots of crazy Drew in this episode, which is always amazing. And Angel walks them in there with the lawyers. What did you guys think? I really can't wait to hear you discuss this one. I think that you're going to love it. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Heidi. What does F-O-T-S stand for? Friend of the show. Uh, These acronyms. They're, they're the all guessing in the group. Thanks for letting us know what you thought. <laughs> We're going to rate the episode. Um, and I think it's safe to have Kim start. Rating? Yep. Rating. Love, love this episode. I thought it was great. I actually like last week's better. Mm-hmm. But this was a really yeah. good episode. I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 really pathetic girl street fights. But, yeah, <gasps> 9 out of 10. I, I didn't want to say anything when you guys were talking about the street fight earlier because I was like, it was really badly done. But anyways. Dude. Yeah, you, no, no, Robin, you can regularly find a lot more awesome street fights on allstarhiphop.com. <laughs> Never mind. there now. Don't, don't. <laughs> You'll regret it. <laughs> I'm warning really you right not. now. Don't, don't go there. Not really <laughs> if you're a God fearing person, you don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I would have I'm to say that I completely person. disagree with um, with uh, Kimberly, at least partially. <laughs> I'm going to give this episode ten out of ten. Ooh. 10 out of 10. No, you didn't. <laughs> because he did. He locked them in there. He totally did. This Humans. is better than an Angelus fake out. This is mm-hmm. Angel becoming, mm-hmm. becoming not a real boy, but I think he's going to become <laughs> a real monster of a man. Uh-huh. I think Angelus uh-huh. is seeping through, and I think that it's going to be fantastic. 10 out of 10. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. How how did you feel about it? Did you love it? (laughs) I thought it was good. Okay. It was okay. (laughs) Um, I agree with Kimberly. Yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, I liked last week's better than this particular one. I mean, sorry, the last episode that we talked about, Angel, whatever that one was, I liked that one better than this one, but this one was still awesome, and I'm still enjoying the show, and I'm just riding it out until something happens and I start hating on it again, but um, I also had a problem with the fight because this was my thing. Way too many people hanging out on the street, kind of watching it going on. Where was TMZ? Yeah. Why was this like <laughs> not like on the Inquirer or something? 
I'm just These saying. are not real problems. But <laughs> 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 you think this is not exactly laying low. And um, they'll be crazy easy to find. But whatever. It was awesome. I love Drew. She's crackers of bananas. Love her. (laughs) I don't ever want her to go. And um, whatever. So I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 mid-street celebrations of May. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Is it my turn? Oh, (laughs) I give it, I mean, I love this episode because I just, you know, what's what's there to say? It's just so enjoyable. 10 out of 10 girls' night outs. Girls' nights out. (laughs) Nice. I hope Maggie doesn't see you. All right, so there were two nines. So I'm going to give this uh, one um, 12 out of 10. uh, (laughs) 10 out of 10, lambs caught in a blackberry patch. Oh, that was a great quote. (laughs) Which, by the way, was uh, was sung before by Drew. I forgot to mention she sang that to a little boy in uh, the Buffy episode, Lie to Me. And then Angel stopped her. Oh. What what will your mommy sing when they find your body? Oh, oh I remember that. That was awesome. <laughs> I stole a Buffy quote. So, um, actually, the rating this week for the episode is 9.6, which is just below the 9.625 of Are You Now or Have, Are You Have, have You? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you guys gave trial 10 and this one nine. I don't understand. I love trial personal preference. Hey, Robin, can people call us and tell us what they think about our horrible ratings? (laughs) (laughs) Now the Facebook group is good for that. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The number is uh, 260-26-SCARG. That's 260-267-5274. Easy to program to your phone. Not really. Did you catch all that? Yep. <laughs> Kim, where can people send us an email? Redemptioncast at gmail.com. Nice. People, you can check out uh, redemptioncast.blogspot.com. I have just set up season one dedicated page so you can check out back episodes with that. And, um, and our first obvious... appearance of Tim Minear, even. Yeah. Yeah. And you can uh, quite clearly. Um, find um, our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash potential cast. And once we're there, you can uh, join in on all the spoiler free fun. Again, we'd like to thank uh, Tim Minear for joining us all of a sudden. And uh, <laughs> we'd like everyone listening to us to please watch everything he produces mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. he can remain uh, employed and uh, have the time to uh, come on our podcast. Because <laughs> we're going to be doing this for a long time. <laughs> I'm about to and, watch Drive, finally. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to help him out. But. Awesome. <laughs> that should be great. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Um, quote time, everyone. You had me at everybody gear up. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Since that's my only other quote, I have to steal this one. 
You have beautiful skin. I moisturize. That was very thoughtful of you. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um. Oh my god! I can't wrote something down, and now I can't figure. It out. All right, I'll go. <laughs> oh, okay, I gotta know. Oh, but you okay, go. go. No, 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 you go. go. It was, mine's a gun quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you best believe that, man. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. I think that's that delivery is why he fired them all. Because <laughs> that's immediately what he says before they all get fired. <clears throat> okay, it's my go. Ooh, I'm ringing. Do you hear it? I'm ringing all over. <laughs> oh my god, I love that part. That was awesome. It's so freaking hilarious. I'm very worried about Grandmom. The building was quite tall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. All right. Oh, very nice. sweet. She was like clover and honey. Honey. <laughs> oh god. Look what we have for you. Oh, it's not daddy. It's never daddy. It's the angel beast. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the greatest. Somebody have that spank me <laughs> Daddy couldn't spank us or something. Oh, I forget. Oh, there's a cat here. Shut hey. up, kitty. Is that midnight? All right. No, midnight's asleep at my feet. Twitching Aww. his tail. Nice. All right, guys. All right, next, everybody. Next time. In honor of, uh, well, this okay, awesome yeah, end let me, of the let me, episode. Let me, let me tell you what's going on next time. Oh, yeah. What's, oh, we forgot to do that in the last episode, Steph. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to say it so we can record it, and then I'll maybe forget <laughs> to edit it in. Okay. So what's on the slate for next time, uh, Robin, on Redemption Cast? <laughs> next time uh, on Angel, Season 2, Episode 11, Redefinition. Nice. Riley visits Los Angeles. No. <laughs> what? Riley? No. What? You're well, kidding. You're being a jerk. Be- I <laughs> swear to God. Heart. <laughs> I swear to God, man. That's Are you making it. that up? He better be making yes. it up. Because okay. <laughs> I know where Robin lives. Actually, no, you moved, right? No, I haven't moved yet. Okay, I know where he lives right now. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Namaste. Uh.
Hello. Hello. Hi, Robin. What's going on? So what's this huge surprise? There's a friend of the show waiting to be called. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I prepared myself. I just saw him come online like 10 minutes ago. I was like, hey, recording for your reunion tonight. What are you, what are you up to? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, call God. me up. I'm a whore. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. It's good. I'm drunk. I have to add him, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think he's still here. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so okay. prepared. Is everyone ready to stop saying "Oh my god"? No. <laughs> Tim is just this guy, you know. Okay, I'm adding him now. Roll yourself away from me Unveil me from your layers Lay with me Let me plunder no betrayal Shame cast out Morning sensual fire Sunday day. 